Hello and welcome back to Basic Bible 102. Today we are covering the last lesson in the first module on the life of Christ. This is lesson 22 and it's, we are going to talk about the resurrection. We left off last week with Jesus hanging on the cross with a criminal on either side of him. One is mocking him and saying, you know, send your angels to come get us, more or less. And the other one is saying, hey, don't pick on him. Uh, we deserve what we're getting, but he does not. And he turns to Jesus and said, remember me when you get to, into your kingdom. And Jesus replies, uh, today you will be with me in paradise. And so after this, a few hours have gone by, uh, about three hours actually, when Jesus finally breathed his last breath, and when he did, uh, something miraculous happened. In fact, there was an earthquake, and back in the temple, the uh, curtain that hung between the Holy of Holies and the, um, the area where the priest would bring the offering, uh, that curtain tore in two. Uh, some said that there were people that walked into town who had been dead and they were um, back walking around. So it was a miraculous moment when Jesus actually died. Um, let's look at some of this just at the end. Uh, in Matthew 27, towards the end, um, let's start with uh, verse 51. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and they exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Joseph and the mother of Zebedee's sons. So we see there's quite a few. They're not the only ones. There were others. And as they're watching this take place, and then they're terrified by the earthquake, um, they begin to realize that, that something magnificent has happened. Continuing on in this chapter, uh, beginning with verse 57, it says, As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered them that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of, to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. Now, I think that they suspected maybe Jesus would just come back out of the tomb because they remembered what he'd done with Lazarus. And yet it was getting so close to the Sabbath where they knew they had to be home and preparing and were not, would not be allowed to even be involved with a, a dead body. They left Jesus. and uh, But in the meantime, the Pharisees and those who uh, wished Jesus ill will uh, decided they better do something about this tomb so that uh, no one would break into it and uh, steal the body. Now, because the Pharisees remembered that Jesus had said 
that after three days I will rise again. You know, they must have been listening pretty careful to him. So they decide to go ahead and station some guards at the tomb, some centurions, and they placed a seal on it so that they would know if the stone had been moved. So the next day, after the Sabbath, uh, at dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary had gone up to the tomb so they could finally prepare Jesus' body. And as they get there, they see that the tomb, the stone had been rolled away, and they look inside, and Jesus is not there. Apparently, in the night, there had been another earthquake, and the guards were so afraid, they took off. And so they weren't there to see Jesus come out of the grave. So as the two Marys are there, an angel appears and says to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Uh, this is in chapter 28, uh, down at about verse 8. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Now, the guards had to account for the fact that they lost Jesus' body, and so they basically got paid off. I'm sure they probably told the truth and knew that they could be killed for having a lot, uh, left their station, but that was the truth, and yet the Pharisees did not want that to get out, and so instead they just paid them off to say that they were asleep. If you turn to uh, John 20, we'll see a slightly different account of what happened. It says, Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw the stone had been removed from the entrance. Uh, so she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. You see, he refers to himself in the book of John as the one Jesus loved. In other words, the disciple Jesus loved. He doesn't ever say, and me, or he, in first person, and he doesn't refer to himself as John. Instead, he just refers to himself as the disciple who Jesus loved. And so we see that they run to the tomb. They see the strips of the linen that had been quickly uh, covering Jesus' body, and they're sitting there without anybody in them. And so Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, in other words, John, also went inside. He saw and believed, and they still did not understand the scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Continuing on, then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. So Mary had gone down, told the disciples, they came run two of them came running back, Peter and John, looked inside, saw that Jesus wasn't there, and then headed back down. But Mary was not sure what had happened, and so she just stood there crying. And as she was crying, 
Uh, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and one at the, the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? She said, They have taken my Lord away. She said, And I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, Why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you put him, and I will go and get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned towards him and cried out uh, in Aramaic, uh, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. So she was the first person who actually saw Jesus after he had uh, been come out of the tomb and was raised from the dead. Now, Jesus warns that he's still not in his uh, resurrected body at this point. Now, I don't know what that means, except that he still needed to ascend to heaven. But in the meantime, he tells Mary, go tell the rest of the disciples. So word is spreading that, one, the body's gone, and two, somebody actually saw Jesus. Um, And when it, it goes on to say, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. So it seems that the disciples have uh, seen Jesus, and they believe, and Jesus is empowering them with his power. Uh, but you know, one of the disciples wasn't there, uh, Thomas. And so when Thomas hears about it, he doesn't believe it. He said, no, I watched him die. I saw, Unless I can touch the wounds in his hands, I won't believe that it was really Jesus. So a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them this time. Though the doors were locked, and Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your fingers here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. It says, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples. So there's a time here when people are seeing Jesus. They're surprised that he's alive. They know his body's gone missing. And and yet he appears in different instances. Uh, at the end of John, we see that he appears again to Simon Peter when he's out fishing and tells him, you know, throw your net to the other side. And all, he catches all this these fish. Um, all through, which he had done before too, uh, we see that the the death of Jesus did not keep him in the grave. Instead, it empowered him to be what he knew he was to be, which was the Savior of the world. 
Perhaps you've been a little bit like Thomas and said, I just won't believe until I see it. And yet Jesus knew that, and he came for Thomas. And I think sometimes when Jesus prayed for, for Thomas and said, you, I, you, know, you believe because you saw me, but after you will come some who will believe who did not see me. And I think Jesus is honoring that, that without eyes, yet we believe. That is what faith is all about. So even in the end, Thomas didn't have a whole lot of faith until he actually saw Jesus. Uh, in the end of this uh, time with Jesus after he has uh, ri- risen from the dead, but has not yet ascended to the Father, we see several instances of him appearing to you know, a few more people. I think at one point, uh, Jesus appears to quite a large crowd, and we will talk about more, more about that in the next module of Basic Bible 102. For today, I would like to present to you the evidence that we have seen about Jesus, his birth, prophesied, his life, his teachings, the miracles he did, the way he loved people. And then in conclusion, I would like to encourage you to consider if you are a believer in Jesus Christ or not. And what did Jesus say was all it required just to believe Jesus and another part, which we'll see in, later on in the um, some of the letters that the disciples write, uh, they said, just, just speak it out loud with your mouth and believe in your heart and you will be saved. So today I'd like to read with you and have you pray with me if you would like to receive Jesus as your uh, personal Savior. Uh, let's just pray. God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to be the sacrifice for our sin. I acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of a Savior and ask you to forgive me in all the ways I have failed to keep your commandments. I believe Jesus was the payment for my sin and now choose to follow him as my Lord and Savior. Amen. So if you prayed this prayer, and I hope that you did, please be sure to tell someone. Even if you just have to email me, that would be great too. But don't leave it there either, because becoming a believer in Christ involves learning more and more and getting to know this person who now uh, resides within you. For those of you who have been taking this class as part of a group uh, or even just individually with the student workbook, you will notice that right after this lesson is the review, the final review. So take some time to review all of that. And then if you would like to take the final exam and you are not part of a group, Email me and I will send it to you. And those who are part of a group and have a leader who's going through this, they will give you the final exam to take. Thank you so much for sticking with us. I hope that you have learned about the person Jesus Christ, about the person who was both completely God and completely man, the one who came and taught and lived and died a sinless life so that we could be reconciled to God. The next module of Basic Bible 102 will be the rest of the New Testament. From here on, we will learn about the early church, what these disciples did with what they knew. We know that Jesus hung around for about 40 days, and then he ascended to the Father for good. But he told the disciples not to leave Jerusalem until they received the Holy Spirit. So that's where the book of Acts starts. And the book of Acts pretty much goes through the events that took place. Along the way in the book of Acts, we'll talk about Paul, who we have not been introduced to yet, 
the missionary trips, uh, the different churches and where they were, the letters that Paul wrote back to them, some of the letters that John wrote and that Peter wrote, and a few others. And then we will cover the book of Revelations, which is really what we have to look forward to from here in our day and age forward. Again, I appreciate your faithfulness, and please let me know if you have any suggestions, correct uh, questions, uh, whatever your thoughts are. And if possible, please go and review it. I do have a website and uh, also a uh, Facebook page, and it's always great to uh, hear feedback and uh, to get those uh referrals so that other people will be able to listen and learn. I hope you will continue on with the book of Acts. And until then, be blessed.